Look, the fire's coming. Are you ready for the fire? The, we're firemen. Okay. We are firemen! You got it, coach. The heat doesn't bother us. We live in the heat. We train in the heat. Yeah, let's go. It tells us that we're ready. We're at home. We're where we're supposed to be. Yeah, first off, when I say thanks, coach. thanks coach. Working hard doesn't mean bankroll. But aim for the box for the bank, though. Uh. Pad to pen, yeah, take note. Got at the helm, we in the same boat. The game requires other pain, though. No slack, practice never cancel. Yeah. Learn how to ball. Yeah. Coach when I fall. Uh. Lesson is learned. You're listening to Thanks Coach with your host, Darnell Samuels. Coaching is all about managing personalities, and none get no bigger than Shavar Joshua Henry. The boy's a fighter, the gift and the curse, the ultimate teammate or the ultimate enemy. Confident or cocky, (laughs) it depends on which day you catch him. The type of personality that can get himself killed. When he played for me, he was 15 and I was 20. Though I'd known him since he was eight, in order for me to regulate him, I had to become more like a father figure and less like a brother to him. Taz, my assistant coach at the time, we harnessed his fiery courage through a hard-nosed physical brand of basketball, which he loved. But when the season ended, so did my influence over him. But thanks be to God, he found boxing and men that he could submit to. And now he's never been more under control than when he's fighting. God is good. He was my captain, and now he's my coach. Yes, yes, Mr. Shavar Henry. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Welcome, welcome, man. I appreciate, you know, giving me your time. I know you're a busy man. Sure, it's all good. You know, I gotta do this. Brothers to brothers, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my first question is, um, what do you remember about me playing with your brother Omari? Mm. Well, I do remember um, that it was very competitive. You, <laughs> you were very competitive. You know, Omari was just starting up. Obviously, you played your heart out a lot more than he did. You know, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> At the end of the day, it was very enjoyable to watch. It was very enjoyable to watch. Yeah, but I, you know, I always remember. Um, but that's so funny. But that wasn't the first time I played with Omari or that me and Omari were under the same team. Because um, I don't know if you remember um, back back in the day, um, Ball Roots ball with roots. Josh. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, my and goodness. We, and we went to Michigan. Yes, Ball Roots. Yeah, oh, yeah we went to Michigan yes. uh, to play a tournament. Yep. And so, um, so that's when I first saw Mari and you, and yeah. yo, yo, man, you you had to be like eight, yeah, to, yeah, because if I was like I was, thirteen, fourteen, yeah, yeah, I was mad young, yeah, seven, eight, coming around them times, yeah, yeah, you and Shanice and your mom, and yeah, yeah, it was good. It was, it was like it was like a little family trip, man. It was it was really good. Um, but it's funny because Omari always played up because me and Mari aren't the same yeah. age. So Amari was always bigger and stronger, so yeah. they always bumped him up to play with the bigger kids. Yeah, it's funny because you mentioned me playing my heart out and Omari not being as intense, and it led to me. Remember that night when I um I snapped and you cussed out the ref, cussed out the gym, should I say? The whole cussed. gym got it. <laughs> the whole gym, I cussed the whole, out the-, the whole gym got it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yo, what did what did your mom say after that? Do you remember? Uh, she. she oh boy. I, to be honest with you. 
she was probably on your side, you know, because that's something she would do. She she wears her heart on her sleeve too. So if she has something to say, she don't hold back. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm you know I'm I mean now as a grown man, it's something I'm not proud about, but uh, <laughs> you know. But it was just one of those moments where, you know, the context being, you know, I was the reigning MVP. Yeah. Okay. And then, so you know, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, yo, like this is my team, but yeah. You know, I had to defer to Omari. Yeah. I, yeah. And, and I think that kind of made me mad because, you know, Omari's young and Omari wasn't playing with that intensity. Yeah. So when I dump it into the post, he's turning it over. Yeah. Fadeaways. Yeah, very soft. Yeah, 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 soft. So, you know, when we lost, it wasn't me just mad at him, but mad at Craig. Yeah. Mostly, mostly mad at Craig for the him coach, not, yep. for not doing that. But, you know, it is what it is, you know, and you live and you learn, you know, so, mm-hmm. so it goes. Okay, so then, you know, Eventually, I ended up becoming. Um, me and Taz became the coach yep. of the Brampton Blaze. And what do you what do you remember about those days? Those days were those were those were the days, man. Those were the days. Like a uh, bunch of competitive young gentlemen. You know, we're gentlemen. all young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna use the term gentlemen. I'm gonna use the oh, term man. gentlemen. But we were rugrats, man. We were we were we were loose cannons. But it was crazy that you know we would all actually become one in unity and and play basketball you know we were very competitive uh we did a lot of traveling we went to the states and mm-hmm. it was probably the hardest group of guys i could say that i've worked together with because i'm not really a team player but when it came to a team sport in brampton blaze yeah we went hard we went hard yeah and uh, and then you know so you were my captain yeah, and so was Terrell. And just a rule of thumb that Coach Josh always taught me that you don't pick your captains; they pick themselves. Yeah. So, um, you kind of well, of course, I think I think you definitely um outshine those guys. Not necessarily skill wise; you weren't mm-hmm. necessarily the best skill wise, but you had more heart than them, mm-hmm. and you had more toughness than them. And you were more unselfish than them. So you were more concerned with winning to the point where you were going to fight somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <Big> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So Always. You, yeah, you didn't really care about who was shooting or who was doing yeah. what. But if guys aren't working hard, there's yeah. going to be a fight. Oh, for sure. So at that point, I was like, okay, yeah, this guy's my captain. Easy. That was an easy decision. Um, and then Terrell became my captain as well. But what do you remember those times with uh, Terrell? Oh, man. Terrell. Terrell was a... Uh, rest in peace as well. Yeah, for those uh, who don't yeah. know. Rest um, in peace. He died because uh, of a suicide. So, yeah, um, Terrell, he was a fighter. No matter what, like that guy would not back down. He would not back down. He, he, he went hard in every aspect. In every aspect, you can't play fight with him. Can't joke around with him. Oh, you can't joke around with him. Nah, <laughs> nah. He, he was the type like you. You know, you like jokingly like if you were to punch him like haha, he'd like wind up and hit you back hard, just as hard, like even harder, ten times harder, mm-hmm. just because that's just how Terrell is. Yeah, but you guys, you guys are like family, right? Yeah, yeah. My he was like, he's my god brother. He's my god brother. But uh, yeah, we we known each other since since birth. I was born a month before he was. Wow. Yeah, he was born August thirteenth. I was born July thirteenth. Yikes. Yeah. So how does death hit you? Um, it was kind of surreal, you know, like it didn't, like I got a phone call from my sister, you know, and I, this is when I lived in Toronto, 
So when I got this phone call, I'm like, what? Like, you know, I thought it was a joke because, you know, I was just having, I was enjoying my night on my way home. And then I I got the call. So I was like, he killed himself. What do you mean he killed himself? Like, why would Terrell kill himself? Yeah. I never would ever have thought Terrell had any type of issues or problems. And if he did, why didn't he talk to somebody? Right. But those questions are obviously never going to be answered. It is what it is. I'm just, uh, it sucks. It's, it's heartbreaking, but um, it's it's life. At the end of the day, it's life. Yeah, uh, it's it's changed the way I I view suicide. How, mm-hmm. You know, did, does it has it, has it had any impact on you and how you view it? I've never known anybody like that's the closest that someone's come to me with death and in the way the death was as, as being a suicide. So it made me like it opened my eyes on 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 the case and the cause and all the situation. But again, all I say is it's life, you know, life is, life is rough, mm-hmm. you know, and some can, some can't when it comes to handling it. So yeah, it's, it just sucks. It really does. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Cause sometimes there's like a stereotype that comes with people who, who are, su- who commit suicide. Yeah. Um, that they had nothing to live for or they were showing signs um, you know, Terrell had a son. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, and, and he, to me, like, he, he didn't show any signs, especially with mm. me coaching him. Yeah. Um, he was a very positive person, mm-hmm. um, very uplifting guy, as as Freddie said um, in his interview. Um, you know, he looked out for Freddie. And, yeah, and, and, and he was, he, he seemed very resilient and tough to me. Mm-hmm. Even, like, um, so quick story, um, when he became the way how he became um the captain so at the time we were playing in this like toronto summer league that josh put us in before the season mm-hmm. and so uh we uh kwaku you know, shout out shout out Kwaku-ku. to kwaku quakes <laughs> so kwaku was the starting point guard and so you know kwaku you know you know he, he, had, he had a reputation back then he you know he was a hooper he was doing his thing uh he looked apart you know, he always had a different pair of shoes every game. Mm. <laughs> you know, his kick game was crazy. Man. So he's he a shoe man. He's a shoe man. He was, a, he was doing his thing. And so, uh, you know, we were playing this team. I can't remember from where, whatever. But uh, Kwaku couldn't cross half. <laughs> he couldn't cross half. Like, because Kwaku, you know, he you know, he was even small back then. Yep. And so, you know, he was quick. But, you know, guys were just pushing him off the ball. He couldn't cross half. It was yeah. just, it was terrible. Um, and, uh, you know, of course I'm losing my cool cause I, you know, I don't know who to go to cause Terrell doesn't play point guard in mm-hmm. my mind. He plays shooting guard. Mm-hmm. So I can't put Terrell in and Terrell's like, yeah, coach, put me in, put me in. He's like, you know, he's like, I can handle it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I'll take anybody right now. Yeah. yeah I, 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 t- I took Kwaku off and no offense to Kwaku. He never saw the floor again. <laughs> he never played for me again. That was it. I put Terrell in. Terrell crossed half. He he would beat the press, but but this is this is what's dope. He he would beat the press and then he would run the offense. Like he wouldn't beat the press and then try to make a layup or, or rush a shot. Yeah, he'd beat uh, and pull up. And yeah, pull yeah, he'd just pull, pull it back pull out and then run the yeah. offense. And 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 I'm, and I'm describing this to the listeners because like like Terrell's not fast. No, uh, he doesn't have the sickest handle, <laughs> um, but he's steady. Yeah, he's steady and he's responsible. 
And, and and that's what always stuck out to me was that he was always steady and responsible. He get he break the double team, break the press, cross half, pull it out, and start running the offense. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I was like, okay, yeah, this is this is my this is my point guard. And of course, his shooting as well. Yeah, his shooting as well, like um, unconscious. Yeah, yo, the man was shooting five feet behind the three point line before it was cool. Yeah, before it was Big cool. Facts. Big facts. <laughs> Big, like the way he shot the ball was just—it didn't make sense. But but his shot was weird because it was like a push. Yeah, it was like a push shot. It wasn't a jump shot. It was like a push yeah. from his chest, and it would float and it would go in. Um, and so me and him, um, we had this little joke going between each other during games. So you know, like when today when kids shoot a shot and they yell money or wet, or every time we he'd hit a three. You know, he'd look at me, and we look, and we look at each other, and we'd say, "Bitch." <laughs> he would, he just, just look at me and hit the shot, and he'll be like, uh, "He'll be rough. like, bitch," <laughs> right? So it was just, a, it was a joke between me and him, where like, you know, when guys dunk the ball, that, that was a dunk for him. So he yeah. knocked down that shot on somebody, and he'll just mm-hmm. look to the coach and say, uh, "Yeah, I got it, coach. I got it." So yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. It's 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 unfortunate um, what happened, but hopefully, again, we can be a bit more sensitive. Um, and ask how people are doing. You know what I mean? Sometimes, yo, you haven't reached out to one of your guys, and his like uh, WhatsApp picture looks kind of crazy. Yeah. And you're like, yo, 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 you good? No, no, seriously, are you good? You know, it's always good to ask. Always. Yeah. Okay, so we also went to high school together, mm-hmm. right? So I was at ND for like three years, and then I transferred to BCSS um, my senior year, and then I think that was your grade nine year. That was my grade nine, yeah. Yeah, your grade nine year. It was you. I just came into school. Conridge. Yeah. Well, no, Conridge was older than me. Oh, Conridge was older. Conridge was there. Middleton was there. Yeah, those guys are all always always the youngest. Oh, wow. Those guys are okay. Yeah, I was always the youngest. Mike McCoy. Mike McCoy was my age. He okay, was my okay, age. so Mike came in with you. Yeah, Mike McCoy is my age. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's dope. So yeah, we went to high school together. Mario was there, of course. Yeah. Um, those are good times. So, you have a reputation as being out of control. Oh, for sure. Big what? facts. Um, because I I bring that up because um, I remember, you know, when you were playing for me, um. Your your mom came to me one time and said, "I I can't control him anymore, darn it. I can't. He's he's not listening to me. You you have to you have to step in, and um, try to direct this guy." <laughs> right? I could see her saying that. Yeah. So she said, "Yeah, I can't, he's not listening anymore. You have to direct him." And you know, you know, you were listening. You you were in line. You 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 were always a good soldier. Um, but once you stopped playing for me. <laughs> you I had I had no I had no control over you and and then the antics the antics started kicking up. So 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 what's up with the with the with the how would you call it? Um super confidence, I would say. Honestly, that's just it's just me. Like that's how I approach everything, no matter what. If I've never seen it before, if I've never done it before, I act. I act and carry on like I've done this. Like this is light work. I I say everything's light work, you know, and that's my approach to things. But it's it's dope. What's dope is because you know if you're on my team, mm-hmm. and it's funny because we also got to play together um, at Sheridan. Yeah, um, we got to play on the same team, and so I already knew you from when you played for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and yo, you're the best teammate. 
ever. There's no there's no teammate that's better because, you know, you put it all on the line. I remember in one of our games, you know, you, you busted your chin open diving for a loose ball. <laughs> Blood's all over your jersey. You patched it up and got back in. And yeah. you're very unselfish and you work very hard. And and that same energy you see on the court also carries on off the court, which kind of gets you into trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, so why, why are you like that? What's going on? Honestly. Why are you, why are you crazy, man? It's it's just, it's, I guess, I guess me being, you know. Because Amari's not like that. No, we're far, <laughs> we're far from, we're far from. It's just, that's just how I've always been, you know, like I just. Even since I, you was a little boy? Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten myself in a lot of trouble and done things, but you know what? I just know everything is, it's just confidence and confidence is, is key. So when it comes down to it, like if I, if, if I say I'm confident and I behave like I'm confident, then it's, I'm going to be confident. You know, sometimes you may fail, you know, but you just got to get back up Dust yourself off and keep going. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't think I could be stopped. Yeah, no, no, no. I, th- I think it's a double-edged sword yeah. because it's really dope when you're when you're hooping or um, you know, or you're they are on the same team as you. Yeah, yeah, but but if you're not on my team, I'm not I'm not gonna like yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or you're if you're not me. if you're not one of my boys, I'm yeah. not gonna like you. Yeah, you're gonna hate me. You know, yeah, and that's 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 been my life. You know, I don't. That's why I try not to go out too much because my attitude. You know, I'm just that happy-go-lucky type of guy, and people don't really like, you know, that happy guy, that big happy guy that's always around smiling. And why is that guy so happy? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I I like to keep to myself. Yeah, but that's good. But you also you you transitioned into boxing. You took that energy mm-hmm. and you transitioned to boxing. So tell me how that happened. Well. With, with me, it was all due to team. Like the team, you say I'm a good team. You know, I'm, I'm a good teammate and all that. I loved, I loved playing basketball and all that. It's just that when it came to losing, I just, I, I just hated the fact that there's so many people's hands that are dealing with with that one situation, right? Mm-hmm. In boxing now, if I lose, it's it's just me, right? I saw. So I, I like the aspect that I could go take out my frustration at the gym. And then I get to fight, and I'm getting paid to fight, you know. For the fact that I'm getting paid to fight, it was, it was something that I, that I really enjoyed. I've always been a physical guy, so boxing was, was only right for me, you know. I like using my hands, not my feet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, because um, I know, I know Janoy boxed a bit, mm-hmm. and, and Sean Douglas as well. Those guys mm-hmm. got into it. Um, and, then, and then you also started training me. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Bro, the the boxing bug bit me, and I, you yeah. know, I was like, "Look, man, I want to learn how to do it." So it's a beautiful sport. It is. It man. really is, man. People don't aren't giving a lot credit. of discipline. A lot oh, of discipline. Oh man, it's beautiful. Yeah. Now, of course, you know, my wife ain't letting me get into the ring and <laughs> get my Mayweather on, but yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe one day I might mess around and <laughs> end up one in day, the ring, yeah. start sparring a little one bit. One day. <laughs> one day. Yeah, yeah, no. But I remember um, during our workout. Um, you said something along the lines of that, you know, more if more people learned how to fight or learned how to box, mm-hmm. there'd be less gun violence. Big facts. So what do you mean by that? Well, you know, there's always situations that happen on road, and the first thing people want to do is resort to grabbing a weapon. That's 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 just it. The first thing, grab a weapon or a cell phone, one of the two. Okay, a cell phone. 
Yeah, you know, people can't stop recording and video. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, you know, okay, those are the things that people reach for. Weapons <laughs> or cell phones. So, yeah, when it comes down to it, um, I was always, uh, you know, one to, like, I fight, I fight, I fight. If I have to fight, I have to fight, you know. And I didn't never, I never dealt with weapons. I hated weapons. So I always just, when I see people always want to, you know, go for a knife or a gun and all that, like, bro, if you knew how to fight, you, you wouldn't want to use those things. Mm-hmm. You would want to challenge somebody and use your hands. Use your hands. Mm-hmm. You know, use your hands. Oh, well. You know? <laughs> yeah. You'll live to fight another day. Yeah, yeah. Like that quote from uh, John Witherspoon in uh, Friday. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, you guys are you guys are just afraid to get, get your butt whooped. Yeah. You'll live to fight another day. And? Yeah. No, no, it's important because, you know, even like there's a lot of parents, you know, especially like, you know, in the early ages of playing sports, Mm. uh, parents don't want their kids doing two things. They don't want them playing football Mm. and they don't want them boxing. Big facts. Yeah. So so what would you say to that? Like in regards to convincing parents? Well, what I like to say is my mother let me do both of them sports. Really? Yes, she did. You were doing boxing? I did boxing when I was 17. Uh-huh. And I did football when I was even younger than that. Uh-huh. I played football. I did football right after I did track and field. Okay. And T-ball. So, yeah. I started getting more physical. Mm-hmm. But it was just, like I said, it was just a whole team sport aspect that I wanted it more than most people did. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was easier for me to make that transition into boxing. So you are boxing at 17? I started when I was 17. Oh, okay. I was, I was in high school. Yeah. Taking a two-hour bus ride. Okay. There and back to um to Toronto. I was boxing in Liberty Village area. Mm-hmm. And so, how'd you meet your trainer? Um, through Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis is the person that got me started at boxing. Really? Yeah. You know? Yeah. How'd you How'd you meet him? Lennox. Yeah. <laughs> Lennox is uh he's well known in our family. His uh, mother is my sister's godmother. Okay. So yeah, when it came down, like we had, like I know Lennox before he had dreads. Mm-hmm. Like I had pictures with Lennox, you know, and he had a fade, mm-hmm. you know, a box fade back in the day when when we lived in Malton. Mm-hmm. He used to come, he used to come by the house and visit. We used to go by his place and visit him. But um, yeah, Lennox was uh, someone basically that got me started in the whole of, of boxing. He mm-hmm. made a phone call to Egerton Marcus, mm-hmm. which was his sparring partner. And an Olympian, a former Olympian. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was. I don't want to mess up the year, but I. No, I'm not even gonna say the year. Anyways, he was an Olympian. Okay. Okay, he was an Olympian, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, he made the phone call to Egerton. Egerton set me up, and yeah, he was my very first boxing coach when I first started boxing, and I was with him. Until I transitioned and went over to uh, Chris Johnson. Yeah, I went to Chris Johnson. But mm-hmm. after, yeah, Egerton is what started me and got me the discipline, like the real discipline that I needed. Because that's where I realized how much discipline. Because I used to get myself in a lot of trouble. What do you mean? Like, I would still carry on with my foolishness. and Like the fight? <laughs> like the street fight? Playing around in the gym, doing all this stuff I wasn't supposed to be doing. And the, my trainer made sure to real to made me realize that I shouldn't be doing half the things I was doing because mm-hmm. I was doing um, a lot of push-ups, sit-ups, burpees, a lot of things to make myself do extra workouts for no reason. But that's who I was. You know, mm-hmm. that's how I came up. I was, I was a hard-headed kid. 
So, but but I guess, but I guess uh, he, it seems like he kept you under control. Huh. Big big facts, because it's like there's only so much push-ups and sit-ups that one could do. Like, yeah. and, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I get tired. You know, yeah. I got a little tired of it. So yeah, yeah, it got down to the point where I started realizing that I shouldn't be doing half the things I was doing, and yeah. smartening up. Yeah, no, well, I mean, and that's why I ask because, like, you know, for parents who have, you know, boys who are like you, yeah, um, and the importance of having men there to pull them in or to rope them in mm-hmm. is important. So that relationship, are you, are you guys still close? Hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. Like father figures to you? Yeah, he's like a father figure to me. He's always. Man, when it came down to sparring, what that guy used to do to me, he used to like, we used to uh, spar and he would fight me like he was. How about, tall is he? About like 5'10. And how tall are you? Like 6'1. Sorry, I'm getting the tail of the tape because you're saying you're sparring. I'm like, okay, so, okay, and mm-hmm. weight wise, what's the weight? Um, He's heavier now, but he fought like he used to fight at a cruiserweight. Which is, what weight is that? Um, 185 to 201. Okay, and you're yeah. fighting at. Same. Same. So you guys are sparring. Okay, yeah, so go ahead. So, yeah, back in the day when we were sparring, when I was first coming up, he used to spar with, like he was about to win a championship. Like he was about, like he just got in the ring. You know, this is the 12th and the signing round. And he'd come out there just guns blazing, just trying to take off people's head. And I, would, I wouldn't understand. I really wouldn't, wouldn't you understand. You right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But he would, come, he would come in right off the street, like just in his pants, not even laced up boxing boots, no hand get, uh, no hand wraps. Just put his slide, slide his gloves, his gloves on. No, don't even lace up the gloves. And just come and just start fighting with people. I'm like, yo, really? Like, he's a true boxer. He's like, I've never met somebody like him mm-hmm. that just wants to. Like, it's just a fight, a straight up fight, mm-hmm. and you ain't going in there to embarrass him. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he 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 puts in work. <laughs> he puts in work, and then. Then he'll start training you like nothing. Wow. That's it. So what was the most important thing you learned from him? Um that there that there's a dis that you have to be very disciplined in boxing. Like, you know, like when it comes down to uh the women, cutting the women out, cutting the women out. Why? Why? In training. Well, so when it comes to training, you need your to Leave the gal them alone? Yeah. <laughs> you need, you need your testosterone, man. You, and it, it takes a lot out of your legs. What, I really? Yeah. I, I, I thought that was just a rumor that, nah, that, man, that it's women... It's true. That, it's true. Maybe women need a lot of sex, but men just need to s- slow it down. You know what I mean? Save that. Save that. <laughs> I didn't even... Yeah. So you, gotta, you have to save that. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Leave the, leave, leave the ladies alone. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that wasn't easy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Supposedly, I was a gallus. Supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, boy, don't make me laugh, man. Yeah, yeah, because no, it's funny. The, the importance of boxing, um, you know, they call it the sweet science. Because yeah. um, it really is a science to it. You aren't just going into the ring and blindly swinging. Mm-hmm. Um, you're trying to uh, enter that house through different angles and, and play the ankles. And, you know, I I've, I'm falling in love with it. Um, like like it's like basketball, but it's not like basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like the combinations like basketball, but um, 
it I would say it's a better workout mm. than basketball. So for the hoopers who are listening, boxing is a better workout. Big facts. Easily than 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 um any sport. I've yeah. done I've done them all. Baseball, football, basketball. Yeah, yeah because you know, in in, in 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 basketball you can cut corners because mm. you get beat off the dribble, you just say help. Mm. And then and then your team yeah. you have four other guys slide in to ain't pick no up the guy that boxing. beat you. But ain't no help in boxing. Ain't like no if help. you um if you cheat on your workout, you know, it'll, it, show. It, it'll show. So, so you know, for kids, you know, when kids, you know, you turn your back, you tell the kids to do the push-ups, yeah. and they don't really, yo, if you don't want to do your push-ups, your face is getting punched off, bro. Big facts. You know, and I always tell, uh, I always tell parents, you know, these things are important because I believe God speaks to you through three ways. He speaks to you through the Bible, through um, general revelation, through creation, and a good old-fashioned ass-whooping. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like getting beat up to make you kind of like say, okay, wait, where am I? Am I going to live? Am I going to survive this? Big facts. There's nobody here who could help you but God. Okay, God, let this next yeah. hit not be the one that's going to kill me. Yeah. So not until like for me, my whole thing is like not until if you've been hit before, if you've ever been beat up before, yeah. it's not a good feeling. Yeah. Like not forget boxing just yeah. in general. It's just mm-hmm. never a good feeling. Yeah. So I don't want. I don't like that feeling, and I don't want other people to feel that mm-hmm. feeling. You know what I mean? So oh, it's a crazy feeling. Ugh. Like, the worst feeling I think I've ever felt as being a boxer is the feeling when um, I'm in a fight, mm. and I, I just lose all energy. Like, I just feel like I'm on my last, my last breath, mm-hmm. and it, it's the wor- one of the worst feelings you could ever feel. Like, I felt it when I was an amateur, mm-hmm. and it was something that I said I'd never want to feel again. So you're a pro now. Yeah, I'm a pro now. Yeah. So what's the difference between being an amateur and a pro? Headgear, no shirt, stuff like that. But have your gloves? Lighter uh, gloves? Yeah. Well, I, I think they do ten ounce. Well, no, I, they're ten ounce in uh, in pro. I think amateur is either ten or twelve. Mm-hmm. You fight with, mm-hmm. but um, now in the amateurs they also have no no shirt, no headgear. Mm-hmm. You know they have what? They, now. Yeah. yeah. Oh. In the open class, they could have no shirt, no headgear. Make them transition to being a pro. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the obvious thing about the boxing from basketball is with basketball, you know, you lose by 20, it's five guys. You lose by 40, it's five guys. It's not the one person. Um, And so dealing with losing is, um, with boxing is a different psychological game. Um, and Tyra and I went to your last fight, which you lost. Fifth round TKO. Speak on that. Enjoying the show? Well, you can show your appreciation by sharing this episode with a friend. You can also take a trip down memory lane by leaving a comment. You can contact Darnell on Facebook or on Instagram and Twitter at Dugada Darnell. That's D-O-G-U-D-D-A underscore Darnell. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Speak on what happened at the fight, because I, I never got to talk to you after the fight, but... Yeah. but it was, um, honestly, me, that being my first fight back in almost four years. Oh, okay, so is that what happened? Yeah, well, yeah, that was the first fight back in four years. Okay, so why were you missing for four years? I had broken my ankle. Previously, I had got hit, hit by a car, mm-hmm. and I had broken my ankle, 
and I was oh out. hence the screw yeah, the picture of the screw on your socks yes exactly. okay I was, I was like why is this picture there I don't know yeah, so that picture that was on my socks is how my ankle looked mm-hmm. before the fight like that's how my ankle looks that's how it looks right now pre- presently uh-huh. so um you got a screw in it yeah I got a plate with six screws in my ankle right now so I actually supposed to take it out sorry were you in the car or were you outside the car I was I was running outside training yeah and then the car hit me hit and run <laughs> can you imagine if you caught the guy you know <laughs> I didn't even see it coming really yeah so oh man and I, I'm thinking I'm only gonna be out for about a year uh huh what I thought uh huh um so while I'm out I'm healing and then I had a back and then I had a, a sciatic nerve. Mm-hmm. It started like it started acting up in my back um, from all the hours that I'd be sitting down because I never sat down in my life like that mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. I've always been active, and then me being no weight bearing, can't do nothing with my ankle, sitting there. That was my life, twenty four hours a day, just sitting there, sitting there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, got to the point where the sciatic nerve started acting up in my back. And then I started having like back, like real bad back problems. Like oh. it's bad. So then I was going to treatment for that as well. So going to going to treatment for my back and my ankle. You mm-hmm. feel me? And then um yeah they they said that I wouldn't be able to box again and all that. But I said okay, sure. Mm-hmm. And as soon as my ankle was healed, I was just showing improvements with the range of motion. Mm-hmm. Um. Cause I just I did some real aggressive therapy on it. Mm-hmm. I didn't baby it this time. Mm-hmm. Cause I've had injuries before. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just went hard with my ankle, and I came back. People, you know, they will say that you know I'm still a little tentative on my ankle because I do looks like I sometimes I do look like there's things wrong with it. Mm-hmm. But um. I try and act like there's nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like well, yeah, well, I, I'll say this. I enjoyed the fight. Yeah. I enjoyed, because I haven't been in that kind of atmosphere before. Okay, yeah. Which is really dope. And I was like, oh, man, I need to go check out more fights. Yeah. Um, And so, so would you say, like, you, you were definitely rusty? You felt rusty yeah, in the Yeah, I had, definitely had ring rust. Like, I haven't been, fought, haven't been fight, fighting for mm. o- over three years. Yeah, definitely ring rust, you know? Yeah. But, um. I you know I did I did what I could do and there's gonna obviously be better because I'm not stopping mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, okay so you're gonna still fight hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> absolutely so okay so I I yeah, can't remember absolutely. so in the third round yeah. when you got knocked down yeah you got up real quick yeah that was more when I got was a knockdown it was the way my ankle the way my ankle was mm-hmm. I had to it was I had to fall or it would have been a nasty stumble yeah so I just I just fell, just fell. and it got right back up yeah I was fine yeah I was, I was fine I didn't, yeah didn't no cause, but that's yeah. because that's what I noticed like yeah. when you went down in the third yeah you, you bounced back up it was my and ankle you, and you were all there and I was like okay yeah. okay he fell and you know man by the way man that place have to they have to um, start playing getting replay they have yeah. to get replay I don't know I'd have to talk to, but they have to start doing the replay because if you, you know, you look away once, you yeah. miss what exactly happened, how yeah, you got yeah. hit, <laughs> if you got hit, if you lost your balance. Yeah, exactly. But it looked like you lost your balance. Yeah. But then um, going into the fourth, yeah. um, 
were you tired or what happened? No, nah, it was just I had a lot going on in my head, and then like I. Got, what were you thinking? Um, everything that we, we were going through in training, like I, with my trainer, he tells me a lot of things sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. and it just, I get overwhelmed here and here and there. And when it comes to me and learning new things, it's mm-hmm. like I want to perfect something before going on to something else. Mm-hmm. And with all the new knowledge that I had in my head, mm-hmm. everything was just, it was almost like a block. It was like mm-hmm. a blockage, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, it was, you know, it's, it's my fault. I just got to talk up. I got to talk up more when it comes, when I'm in training and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So we could communicate with your corner. Yeah, could, yeah. Communicate a little bit better. Yeah. Just cause just the way I, it comes to me learning, you know, that's how I am mm-hmm. with learning. Like I like to learn something and I want to get it down pat before I go on to something else. Mm-hmm. Because I like to be a perfectionist of of mm-hmm. that, you mm-hmm. know, of any craft that I do. Yeah. So, how good was the other guy? Um, it wasn't that he wasn't necessarily good. It's just that I fought his fight. I went in there fighting his fight, and I didn't go and fight my fight. And what was his fight? So his fight was more banging, aggressive. You know, you see, he was he, you know what he was taking a lot of big swings. Yeah, he was swinging big, man, and you were ducking them. Yeah, and then. And, and like I could have just stayed on the outside and continued to just poke at him, poke at him, poke at him, you know, get mm-hmm. him bored and tired like Mayweather mm-hmm. and then break him down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I went in there, try to swing with him, do, you know, and that's just me being a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Going toe to toe. Yeah. Yeah, because in, in the start, you guys were feeling each other out. Yeah. And Tyra was just like, okay, you know, what are you? Know, I'm like, yo, they're just feeling each other out. And then when you guys would get close, you guys would wrap up. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of wrapping up going yeah. on. A lot yeah, of grappling, yeah. Um, but yeah, he was definitely you know going for like the home run. Yeah, because uh, uh, that was his, that's his thing. He likes to knock people out. But so, so w- what would have your fight look like? I'm just curious. Uh, I would have been like, you know, touching him up from giving giving from different angles. Working the him. jab. Yeah, working the jab a lot more. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Quick snapping jab, stuff that we went over in training camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Went went over a lot of this, but it was just yo yo shout to Jesse man. I didn't yeah, know Jesse was training you. Yeah, shout out to Jesse, baby. That's my strength trainer, number one, baby. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Jesse. Yeah, yeah, nah, man. And then, um, and then, was it when in the sixth round, mm. the doctors? Was it the doctors who spoke to you? Who, yeah, who, who so was that? Who was it, that you that had to was talk the to? Doctor, yeah, she was asking questions, but me being, you know, typical Shavar. Oh boy, was just asking her questions as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's why it took a little longer than normal. <laughs> That's all. And I was like, yo, how come she was up there talking to you for so long? I'm like, all right, fine. I was talking to her too, okay? Like, yeah, oh, okay. she's asking me questions. I'm asking her questions, you know? <laughs> no, what, what, she, what she was checking, I guess she was checking to see if you were all right. Yeah, she, all and then like I, I answered her questions like to a T. You know, like she asked me my name. I said my name is Shavar Joshua Henry. What's your name? You know? <laughs> she did <giggled>, She giggled, <laughs> You know? But like, I'm just... I just wanted to make sure she was good, just how she wanted to make sure I was good. Okay. You know, she cared about me. I cared about her. That's all. Okay, because, you know, I, I, I was I was a bit worried. Tyra was a bit worried because she's like, okay, no. wait, like, you know, do you have a concussion? No, nah, never, 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 never. Didn't. Listen. Because well, I thought that that's when they bring the do- the doctors to the no, race. Yeah, side. they just, like, they thought it was worse than it really was. Like, they asked, because they'd be asking me questions. They asked me a bunch of questions if I was okay. Asked mm-hmm. me where I was, mm-hmm. what day of the week it was. And I'm like, <laughs> I answered mm-hmm. every single one of her questions mm-hmm. and some. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, like, I was fine, you know. And for all those that were wondering, yes, I, I was good. I was mm-hmm. good. It's a fight. Mm-hmm. It was a fight. It was awesome. All right. That's what it is. Um, mm-hmm. 
but yeah, all in all, I'm good. You know, I had a little, I had a little cut under my eye, mm-hmm. whatever, and then like I had um my eye, it was a little red, whatever. Other than that, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm no. fine. Now you know because you you seemed you said you were you felt tired, yeah, or winded, yeah. Because like honestly, Shavar, it looked like your 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 legs weren't there under mm-hmm. you. W- was your ankle bothering you? Uh, got 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 yeah a little bit like. I rolled Looks it like a you're kind bit. of favoring it. Like yeah. you weren't, you weren't firmly planted. Your feet yeah. weren't firmly planted. It got, got to me, like overthinking things, you know. But yeah, things just got to me. You know, I like to go in there not thinking anything. Everything in my mind is clear. Just mm-hmm. about, about the fight, but I had other things on my mind too. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you know, at this in that situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, stuff to overcome. Yeah. No. No. That. No. That's good. Um. So now, like dealing with the loss where are you psychologically psychologically i'm still i'm good it is what it is you know i just know that i gotta just take care of what i have to take care of to make sure and if i can't take care of it i.e being my ankle like if Mm -hmm. my ankle is really going to be a problem then i'm just gonna have to stop you know it is what it is yeah you know because this ankle obviously it needs to hold up especially me doing all that moving around i'm not just this you know one sturdy fighter that just doesn't move Mm -hmm. i move Mm-hmm. Well, that's me so yeah just gotta you know tend to my ankle make sure that's all good and then yeah get back into it yeah because i asked because like um again like boxing is not the same as other sports with, with dealing with losses and like for a lot of people just in general like they won't be able you know a normal person <laughs> might not be able to to deal with that yeah um to deal with losing so like what what pointers would you give to somebody um like on how to deal with losing well honestly when it comes to losing like okay if 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 you're losing in something that you actually enjoy you know you're gonna you're gonna definitely want to find ways to do better you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying to get a better result Mm -hmm. because you know you don't like losing right so this is something i enjoy this is something i love I'm going to make the necessary changes that I need to, and I'm going to continue to keep going because, yeah, this is, I, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I could have stopped. I was gone for three, three, three years and somewhat. I could have stopped, but I just didn't want to, right? Mm-hmm. So this is something I'm going to continue to do. I love it. I have until about 37. I'm 33 right now, mm-hmm. so let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no. It's uh, so usually what what I usually ask the my the guests on the show, uh, how do they motivate their players mm-hmm. to go to continue to go and and compete and so forth? But because you're you're a trainer, mm-hmm. uh, you train as well. Um, like those people, people pay, mm-hmm. people pay for you to train them. So yeah. it's kind of like um, they're there because they want to be there. Yep. But even then, like I work out with you, man, and you trade me, man. Hey, yo, man, it's it's not easy. No, it's not. You <laughs> it's, know, and there's times where you know your body checks out and then your mind checks it out. It does. It does. So, so what do you what do you say to your clients? I honestly, when like, their I minds talk check to my out? clients and I see them, like I could see that, you know, it's a big mental thing, you know. And as long as I'm there motivating, as long as I'm there motivating, uh, the clients to actually continue to push, and, and make an effort. They give me their all. They don't just come in there half-assing and just, you know, being real lackadaisical in some of the things that I'm telling them to do. No, Mm no. I make them work. And I see, like, once they start fading, okay, 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 hey, slow it down. Get back to how it was. I want 100% 
always. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want none of this. We're gonna half-ass it. Okay, okay. You know, mm-hmm. nobody's. No, I'm watching. You know, mm-hmm. and that's why I like working with people one-on-one when it comes to doing group classes, because I get to be more hands-on and I can actually let you know that you're slacking off mm-hmm. or you need to turn it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's for you. The results are for you. You know what I'm saying? If you don't push, if you give me 50% today and then you want to give me 100% tomorrow, there's there's 50% of a workout that you've just wasted because the other 50% of it, what, mm-hmm. what were you doing? You know Where was your head at? Exactly. Just focus, do what mm-hmm. you got to do, push, work hard, go home and sleep. You can yeah. rest after. Yeah. Rest yeah. After. No, no, because it's like a total body workout, man, and it's... Huge. It's it's, ble- it's blessed. It's a blessing, and Omari does that too as well, right? Yeah, he does that all the way out in Dubai as well. Wow. Okay. So, did you guys get started at the same time? Uh no. So he did his own thing. Like we were both doing our own thing. It was funny when he uh, moved away. Is when we actually sat down and well, we had a little conversation talking about how we should like come together and like actually do like a whole training thing. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's my brother, myself. And actually, my younger cousin, he does training, too. So mm-hmm. us three, mm-hmm. maybe we could think of something, you know, when mm-hmm. Amari returns back from Dubai. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we could get something popping. Yeah, because, you know, I see him on IG, and he's, and he's doing his thing. Yeah. And, and, again, you know, i known you your whole life. i know known Amari. i know known you guys for a very long time. Yeah, it's, it's and, been a long time. And everybody knows this. You guys are built different. Yeah, we are. Now, I'm not just saying, oh, you know, just throwing out. Like, physically, yeah. you guys are like, you guys are very <laughs> muscular. Yeah. Guys, even as little boys, you guys are very muscular yeah. and very strong. 100%. <laughs> when you guys were little boys. And now you guys are grown life. men, and you guys are like still, you guys are just grown men strong now. Yeah, I've been big my whole life. So, and not just strong, though. Yeah. You guys have this, like, physique that's mm-hmm. that normal people don't have that we so don't, yeah it's, it's <laughs> like y'all were built to fight shout out shout out to my mom and my pops you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. we just we've had we've had a good genes yeah very very good genes and that's the one thing about us like we've never really had to lift weights no, no. yeah that, and that was the thing i was like yo yeah. mar are you lifting it's like no <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, Mario's always bigger than everybody. Yeah, we are always yeah, bigger than yeah. everybody. Yeah, Mario's playing up with bigger guys, and yeah. he's still bigger than them, like more muscular. And I was just like, yo, what the, we, what we've the hell always, is this guy doing? We've always been big. But it was weird. Like me growing up, I didn't realize that like that was a gift. I thought, I thought like I, it was just weird, and I stood out in front of everybody, and I actually try and hide it, like. You know, I had so much muscle at such a young age. Mm-hmm. And I see all these other kids are so skinny, scrawny, Yo, just walking around. Like Freddie. <laughs> yeah, like, I look nothing like these guys. I'm like, how come I look like this? Like Josh Basco. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, yo, how come I look like this and then they look like that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I always just thought it was just weird, you know? And I guess it was, a, it was really like a gift. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was really, really a gift. So... Yeah, no, no, and um, and you know it's really dope because yeah, you used your physique and Omari, you guys used your strength in mm-hmm. basketball, mm-hmm. and now you guys are using it in boxing. And, yep. And you know, yo, that'd be really dope for you guys to combine and, and do do some bas uh, some uh, boxing. Yeah, uh, training do some and sort of out. training. Yeah, we're gonna do it because I'm just waiting for him to come back. You know, he's been gone for three years now. Has it been three years? Three years. Oh yeah. man, yo, Mar, if you're listening, 
Yo, come back, man. You know? He's coming, though. Yo, bro, yo, yo, the GTA misses you, man. They He's need coming. Batman back. <laughs> He's coming. He'll be back. There's there's a fake Brampton Batman walking around, man. Yeah, you know I'm saying we need the real Batman back. He heard it. He heard about that guy. He, he heard about that guy set tripping. Lamar's <laughs> gonna come over and take 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 over what's his. You know, that's dope. That's dope. Have that's you, have true. have you thought about you know moving to the states and, and fighting there? Yeah, yeah. And are you going still, to? It's still up in the air. Uh, it's a possibility. If I, if that opportunity does come this year, I will be taking it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Oh really? Yeah, if it happens, it happens. Bad. So, uh, for the listeners, um, if they want to get in touch with you, you, you and your training, well, okay. where would they get in so touch with you? You could uh, reach me at Shavar Joshua Henry. That is my handle for Instagram, or at Shavar Joshua Henry for Facebook. Yeah, it's Shavar Joshua Henry on all platforms: uh, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, when is your um, next fight? It should be in May. I I'll let you know exactly when I when I do know. Right now, it's up in the air, but they were saying May. May? Yeah. Do you do you know who? Uh, no, not nothing yet. But May is the next time they want to put me on the card. Well, boss man, this was fun. It was nice. Um, it was this was nice. th- th- this was helpful. Um, because you know I had some questions after the fight and. Yeah. And yeah, man, and you've been a awesome coach. Thanks, coach. Yeah, no problem. Uh, training man, me and, no and, and teaching me the ins and outs. And yo, we still got more sessions to do. Absolutely. Uh, Ty, you know, Tyra wants to jump in on it as okay. well. Let's so, get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Fun. All right, well, thanks for coming through, bro. All right, brother, man. I right, appreciate you. Appreciate it. Thank you. On the next episode of Thanks, Coach. So now he brought me in. He's like, man, I loved what you submitted. I want to see you work in real life because everybody's talking about it. Can I see it? I said, sure. He says, come to OVO and work out a player. I said, okay, cool. Oh, the OVO center. Yep. Okay. I said, okay, cool. I get inside there. I'm thinking, I don't know, some college player or whatever the case is. So coach is not there yet. I'm there. He says, meet me there at three. I get there at 2.30 trying to be early. Of course. I get there. I'm I'm doing my thing. Three o'clock comes. I don't see him. Siakam walks out. He's like, are you working me out? Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And don't forget to say thanks, coach.